You're now listening to the High Vibe Mental Health Podcast, known as No Tea, Just Juice. I'm your host, Sherelle, also known as Juice. I'm a licensed therapist, and I'm also a connoisseur of vibes. <laughs> if this is your first time listening, No Tea, Just Juice is a mental health podcast that was created to promote healthy conversations around everyday issues that impact our mental health. We also merged the mental health with a metaphysical starting today. I told y'all on the first episode that I was into astrology and all of that. So look, it's time to get into it. (laughs) I'm super excited about today's episode because I actually got my natal chart read. If you don't know what a natal chart is, it's basically a synopsis of yourself at the time that you were born, astrologically speaking right so you know that you have a sun sign right most of us all know our sun sign like me i'm a pisces pisces are known as the elder of the zodiac the best of the zodiac the winning team of the zodiac you feel me all right but i also have a moon sign and i have a rising sign that's in aries okay and so not only do you have a sun sign but you have a moon sign a rising sign a venus sign mars mercury sign all the planets you got a sign okay and a natal chart reading is an interpretation of what that means for you in your life what you're good at what some of your challenges are gonna be and you can also find out what your past life was right like I found out that in my previous life I was a Scorpio okay (laughs) now um I know that this may not be for everyone, but I really do think that it's important that we understand our astrological programming. I'm really into that. And this is a great space to share all of those interests that I can't always share in my practice. So today you guys are gonna hear my natal chart being interpreted by an astrologist. This is really important because while I've been studying this on my own, I really wanted to get some input from someone who specializes in this kind of thing. So I brought spiritual twin on to help me into interpret my natal chart as well as explain to you guys what a natal chart is okay I'm really excited I got a lot out of this reading I got a lot out of this conversation and I'm hoping that you will as well with that being said (laughs) let's go ahead and hop on the couch and get in to this juice hey Polish up the steel low. Go ahead and let it out. Right here on Juicy Couch. No tea, 
Hey. Yo, yo, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. Just really excited about getting this reading. Nice, nice. Did you get your chart and everything I sent you? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Um, not quite sure what I'm looking at, but it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically what you're looking at, you're looking at your, this is your um, GPS, um, your own personal Bible. You know, I know it's kind of looked like it's a lot going on and just with all the symbolism and stuff. But once you learn it and actually understand it, then you're, you're just going to realize that it's like your own personal Bible that you're yeah. looking at. Yep. Okay. All right. So um, I want to, before we get into it, I want to thank you for um, doing this reading for me. For sure. For I sure. I want to also thank you for um, just agreeing to come on the show and kind of explain natal charts and, and readings and everything like that to our listeners. Bad, bad, bad. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so how you want to do this? You just want me to just basically do it how I normally do it as far as um, when I do readings for people or, you know, yeah. you can ask a question and I can answer like a Q&A, like just, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do. Absolutely. You can actually just jump straight into it um, like you normally do readings. However, just could you, before you get into that, just explain what a natal chart is and what a natal chart reading is? So basically, most people... They know about the zodiac sign, which is where the sun was at the time, a day of their birth, right? So most right, people right. already know that, you know, everybody is born with like a zodiac sign or well, underneath a zodiac sign. The thing is, most people don't know that other things exist outside of that. So you have a moon sign, you have a rising sign, you have a Pluto sign, Venus sign, Mercury, all that stuff just makes um a full picture pretty much so that's pretty much what a natal chart reading is it's just pretty much connecting the dots and just discovering yourself you know beyond the sun sign if that makes sense it does it is okay so i already know that um i'm a pisces right my pisces right. pisces my moon that's the is sun aries. sign yes yep. and mm -hmm. my rising sign is aries, aries right <laughs> um but you know, and I, and I, you know, like I told you before, I have access to my chart, but I really can't interpret it like you can. So I'm just excited. So I guess we can just jump straight into the reading. For sure. For sure. So the first thing I notice, like every time I do a reading, I always look at where the person's son is actually located. So you already know the basic stuff like, okay, my son is in Pisces, but what house is your, um, your son placed in? Most people don't know that. Um, looking at your chart, your son is in the 12th house in the Zodiac um, will, pretty much. So it's crazy that you already a Pisces, which is the 12th sign in the Zodiac. And then your son is actually in the 12th house, which is Pisces' original house. So I'm not going to lie to you. The son don't really like being in the 12th house because when you think of the 12th house, you'll think of what? You'll think of the hidden world, you'll think of the underground, you'll think of the spirituality, you'll think of the dream world when you go off and go to sleep, when you dream, you know, the subconscious realm, um, secrets, mysticism, all that type of stuff. That's all the 12th house. It's pretty much like the hidden house, you know? So all the other houses, you could physically see it, but the 12th house is like more so like the inner realm, your subconscious realm. So with your son being in the 12th house, I'm not gonna lie, like, 
it's it's a lot of good things dealing with spirituality. You'll definitely be somebody that's like intuitive and things like that. But with sun being in the twelfth house, and wherever the sun is, it wants to like kind of it wants to shine. It wants recognition. It wants to be known and everything. But with the sun being in the twelfth house, it's kind of like more laid back, more reserved. Uh, people with sun in the twelfth house could be even could come off shy. Uh, come off just like I said, just don't really want to be out there. Or they, they, these people will make a good um, behind the scenes type of person, you know. Like so, like a good author, a good poet, somebody that writes music, somebody that's writing music for other people, um, you know, all that type of stuff. You know, with Sun in the twelfth house. Yeah. See, but with you, you have four planets in the twelfth house also. So you you know not only just the sun, but you have Venus, you have Mercury, and you have your moon in the twelfth house. So it's just like, you know, your spirituality is like on a hundred. You mm. know, without even trying. You know, some people they try to meditate, they try to do yoga, they try to do these things to like to become spiritual. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have a lot of activity in the twelfth house, it's like you don't even have to try. You already have that within you you know you just got to be yourself and you already gonna come off as being spiritual than most people you know yep yep yeah and then with with mercury being in the 12th house um i feel like anybody with mercury in the 12th house they could easily like communicate with like the the other world you know so you'll be the type of person that will receive messages from like different things like different like spirits and energies and things like that you get to pick up on that before other people you know right so i just feel like any anybody with their mercury or their venus and all that in the 12th house you just have a high spiritual sense okay know? okay so my my son is in the 12th house and mercury is in the 12th house um your venus is in the 12th house and then your um, moon is in the 12th house my venus and my moon is in the 12th house okay so can you okay so Explain to me what, okay, so what is the Mercury, what does Mercury kind of rule over? Like, what part of me does that speak to? So Mercury deals with the communication. It deals with the intellect. It deals with how you express yourself as far as, like, your intellect, how you speak and just explain yourself. Um, That's basically what Mercury is. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And All that's right. ruled by, and each planet has a natural ruler. So, for instance, um, Aries has a ruler planet so aries is ruled by um mars mm. right mm-hmm. and then mars is automatically is ruled the first house um taurus is ruled by venus and then you know taurus rules the second house and so far you know okay all right i got you i got you so this can get real deep i see so super deep i'm talking about like i've been studying astrology for about six seven years and i'm still like I'm still learning new things every day. It's like an ongoing thing, you know? Right, because there's so many, just from listening to you explain this so far, like, I'm trying not to get confused just because it's so many, (laughs) like, it's so many layers, you know what I mean? Like, that you can, that like, it seems like all these little things that can really impact um, the expression of, of, of a person, right? So For sure that really does speak to the individuality and the uniqueness of each person because there's, it's really kind of almost impossible for someone to have the same chart, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, well, if you're a twin, right. So right. for instance, you can use me, for example, I have an identical twin. We're one minute apart. Wow. So we literally have the same natal chart. The only difference is just because we have the same natal chart, that don't mean we're going to be the exact same. I could be tapping more into like wherever my son is, 
and he could be tapping into more like wherever his Mars is, Pluto or whatever. And so it just all depends on like where you focus in your energy mm-hmm. in in your in your um your chart, pretty much. You know. Mm-hmm. I got you. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah. All right. So I guess normally, do you just go through each like planet and break it down, or how do you normally do it? Yeah, I basically like wherever I see like the most action, that's what I pretty much break down, you know, okay. um, empty houses. I pretty much talk about that too, but I'm more so focused on like, what's like, what's like active in your chart pretty much. And also what you need to work on too. I, I pretty much touch on that too. Okay. You know? All right. I'm ready. I ain't, ain't going to interrupt no more. <laughs> now you, then that's cool. You can ask questions too. Like if I'm explaining something, you need me to, you know, um, you know, you could just uh, cut me off and ask any question you want, pretty yeah. much. Okay, cool. It's just um, I'm keeping in mind like some of the listeners. I'm some of this terminology I'm I'm familiar with, some not so much. But I'm thinking about the person who may have never heard of this, so you know, um, that's why I was talking <laughs> a little bit. Like you know, that I've I've lost I've lost some people because I'm getting lost a little bit. But I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. It's it's really cool to kind of see myself in this way. So I'm just gonna listen. Right, right, right. Um, and it just helps too. Like, if you already know the signs, that's good. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, you gotta like study the planets. Yeah. Um, and then study the houses. That the houses actually came before anything else, because the houses in your natal chart is pretty much like the the life situations or just like different areas in your life that you need to kind of pay close attention to. Right. You know, for instance, the first house that I'll be dealing with self, self love self-image self-confidence self-hate anything dealing with self that's the first house okay the second house that's the house that deals with money materials uh possessions attitudes towards money Mm -hmm. um you know just pretty much how you act when you got some money or just you know whatever Mm. the third house that's dealing with communication the intellect how you pretty much break things down and explain yourself the fourth house that deals with the family the home life um your roots your heritage you know your ancestors things Mm -hmm. like that the fifth house that deals with creativity sports activity um you know your childlike behaviors what you like to do to have fun and whatever you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. the sixth house that deals with habits daily routines um you know your work ethic like how you work and what you do to get things done that's the sixth house um the seventh house that's the house that deals with relationships, partnerships, and how you relate well with other people. The eighth house, that's the house that deals with secrets, um, sex, um, I would say occult knowledge and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much things that's like hitting too, you know, but it's more so dealing with sex and transformation and all that type of stuff. The ninth house, that deals with religion, higher education, school systems, long distance traveling faith, your principles, belief system, all that type of stuff. The 10th house, that deals with career status, public image, what you can pretty much do as far as a career. That's the 10th house. The 11th house, that deals with social media, popularity, um, you know, your energy towards um, making people gravitate towards you. You know, that's the 11th house. Mm -hmm. The 12th house, I kind of already explained that, but that is the house that deals with spirituality it deals with endings it deals with the subconscious realm okay all right and that's where most of your energies is in the 12th house so on the subconscious spiritual stuff like you that's that's all that's you all day 
Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That I mean, you know, that here you know, hearing that just feels really familiar because that is me. Like and people who know me like was agree a hundred percent like that is just so me um so it's it's cool to kind of just hear that that's reflected astrologically i guess um so can we backtrack for a second so I, you broke down each house that's cool so can you explain actually what a house is like from my knowledge the sky is kind of like divided into 12 houses i guess right is that yes yeah, sections sections, sections yes right. exactly okay. and each section is called a house Exactly, which is aka just a different area in your life. That's what basically what a house is. Okay. It's just a different section, a different area in your life. And we all go through these, we all go through the 12 sections pretty much in our life. Even Jesus Christ and the prophets and all that, they went through their own 12 houses and things like that. Mm-hmm. So when you have a planet in a, a particular house, it's going to help either amplify that area or sometimes like in the worst case it, it might even like make it negative too just depending on the planet um being there you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you might okay. even have like some lessons you got to learn in this particular section or area in your life um dealing with relationship let's say like you have mars in your seventh house you know, already know the seventh house that deals with relationships partnerships so with mars being there you might even be a little aggressive um or impulsive dealing with people that you like uh dealing with like friends of mm-hmm. like your your significant other or whatever you know or you might have some strong urge to just like protect them or just you know just might have just that energy that impulsive nature you know towards like people that you really care about in right. a sense so that could be negative or positive just depending on the sign that your seventh house is in also too so it's a lot to really like um how you could look at it it's it's just a lot yeah really. i see it can, this, can, <laughs> this can get deep okay so i'm looking and my mars is in sagittarius right let me yes. let, let me pull up your chart one more time let me see i had to close out it right quick okay yeah your chart your mars is in the eighth house in sagittarius correct so the eighth house that's the house dealing with sex deals with transformation it deals with rebirth Mm -hmm. so with that mars energy being there i'm not gonna lie Uh, you know it might even give you like a high sex drive it might be somebody that like i said if you really like connect with somebody well you might want to have sex with them all day every day in a sense you know so not saying that you like that with just any and everybody but with that mars being there it might give you that high sex drive you know and then with that mars being in the eighth house too it might give you that that willpower that extra strength to just like transform Mm -hmm. you know so you're not somebody that's gonna like stay stuck in a run and you already a pisces so you easily adaptable and changeable and mutable you know because that's a mutable water sign but with that mars being in that um eighth house too you know if something makes sense to you you'll you automatically like want to change and grow from from that you know so you're not somebody that's gonna get stuck in like a run or um you know a routine for too long if that makes sense right okay i'm sorry i missed a little bit of that i got a call coming in i'm so frustrated um but i (laughs) I don't know i like i don't know but um okay so my mars is in sagittarius you said that Mm -hmm. that means that i could possibly have a high sex drive yeah with that mars being in the eighth house now with a house okay all right yeah with it being the eighth house now with your mars being in sagittarius energy in the eighth house 
you might have the urge to like wake people up, uh, help people grow. And that's going to be through teaching. That's going to be through like spreading knowledge. Because when you think of Sagittarius energy, you'll think of knowledge, wisdom, the teacher, the philosopher. So that's in the eighth house. So you definitely um, on the right track, which is help helping people wake up, um, breaking things down, you know, just sharing your knowledge in a sense, Um, you know. That's so you basically do you doing the right thing. You right on you on the right track with making a podcast and just like I said, studying, diving into astrology in general. You know, you on the right track. All right, cool. That sounds that's great to hear. Um, and then while we in the eighth house too, um, you also have Juno in the eighth house as well. So I'm gonna kind of explain what Juno is in your chart. Now Juno that deals with your ideal marriage partner. So not saying that you should be with whatever sign your Juno is in, but you just want somebody with those traits. No, so yeah. Your, so your, your, your Juno is in Sag. It's in Sagittarius. A word? Wait, let me, right. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm right. right over all that because I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> right. Your Juno is in um Sagittarius. So not saying that you should be with a Sagittarius person, but you just want somebody with those traits. So they sun sign don't have to be Sagittarius. They could be an airy sun, a Pisces moon, but they rising sign could be in Sagittarius. So they Mercury, the way they break down and explain things could be in Sagittarius. That's the things that's going to um, make you attracted to people also. Okay. You know? All right. Okay. Learn something new. I wouldn't have said that. I like, I would have, I would have, you know, I, all right. I got you can also go with Venus too, though. Venus is that too. Venus breaks down like what you attracted to in a sense, and what you attract also too, and what you just pretty much what you're attracted to in a sense. Yours is in the twelfth house, so you definitely attracted to that unworldly type of stuff. You know, right. um, weird things, not weird in a bad way, but just like unique, different things. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. If they doing the same thing like everybody else, you not not nine times in ten not gonna be attracted to them or look their way. They gotta be something different about them, like their hair gotta be different, or they smile, or they can have a gap, they can have something that like make them stand out that you you know that you gonna like, you know. Facts. That's basically what you like. Right. And so our Venus that rules like um I guess you said earlier, like what we attract to what we attract. Yeah, love, beauty, art. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even say music too. Um, Venus okay. uh, rules that too. But yeah, yeah, it definitely taps in when it deals. It, it deals with love, beauty, um, and how you express yourself as far as love. So the way you express yourself as far as love too. So your your Venus being in twelfth house, you can be a very pat uh, a private lover. Mm-hmm. So probably not somebody that's very like public with it. You might keep it keep it low key, or uh, just you know not really showing that much affection. Um, in public, but when you out of public, it would be a different story. Right. You know? Right. And it's also in Aries, too. I don't know what Yes, that in is. Aries. So, yeah, your Venus is in Aries, which is, um, you know, when you think of Aries, you'll think of an impulsive fire energy. Right. So, it's pretty much like you go after what you want, pretty much. So, you not be, you know, with Venus in Aries, you might be the first, you might be uh, you might initiate the first contact exactly. Yep. So you might not wait for a man to like if you if you like somebody um and you think they're cute or whatever, you might be the type that might walk up to them and compliment them on a shirt 
or might walk, you know, say they smell good or something like just to spark some type of conver- conver- um, conversation, pretty much. I don't always like that about myself. I don't. Right. But see, that's that's <laughs> you know, that's a, I feel like that's a that's a good thing. Um, You know, that's that's a good thing, you know, mm-hmm. but that's a good thing, because like I said, you you go after what you want, you mm-hmm. know. And that's that air. That's that Aries energy. But like I said, in the twelfth house, as far as like everything else, it might not work out that way. As far as like your actions and, um, you know, you 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 might go through some times where you don't really have a lot of confidence in yourself, yeah. and that's because that sun being in the twelfth house and everything. But it's definitely there. It's just something that you have to like enlighten within yourself. So through meditation and through like being by yourself, being isolated, which is twelfth house things you would definitely start to um, enlighten yourself more and you would start gaining more confidence like that. Right. You know? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let me see what else I see. Um, You want to know about the North Nodes and South Nodes? Yeah, I do, actually. All right, so the South Node in your chart pretty much deals with your past life, the Mm -hmm. energies from a previous life. Mm-hmm. So whatever sign that your south node is in, you will have these energies, but on a subconscious level, you know, so it's already energy that's already within you, you know, so you might even be attracted to like whatever, um, like, let's say, for instance, your south node is in Scorpio, right? Yeah. So you might be attracted to like, you might meet somebody, they'd be a Scorpio and you just might be super, super attracted to them. And you don't know why it's because like, that's kind of like they they have same they have the same energy that you have from a previous life so it's already it's like when you view a scorpio you kind of looking at yourself in a sense or looking at your past self you know ah, so being yeah. around scorpio energy it can like unlock unlock certain things about yourself you know mm, so that's the south node so yeah yours is in the um seventh house in scorpio now your north node that's your potential energy that's where you actually want to be in this life right really so yeah so your north node is in taurus so even though you are a pisces in this life you are a pisces that's where your sun sign like your ego self you know that's who you are in this life your north node pretty much breaks down where you want to actually be in this life and yours is in the first house in taurus so it's basically like you know, you definitely want to like have. You want to be somebody that have a lot of confidence. You want to be somebody that's like a, um, I would say like a boss, but not in like a um, negative sense. But like somebody that's like independent. Somebody that's kind of like you know with that self love and all that type of stuff. That's like the energy that you want in this life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the energy that I'm working. I have to work to cultivate. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So tapping into your north node, you just do things like, like I said, practice self love, take care of yourself um you know learning to do things on your own in a sense and that's how you can tap into like and you already i feel like you already do that anyway because all them energies in the 12th house Mm -hmm. you know i feel like it's kind of gonna force you to like be that anyway you know yeah Yeah. no doubt okay so being around taurus that would help activate where you want to be also and that's great i'm a taurus too by the way so yeah i okay (laughs) That's going to send me down a rabbit hole today. Okay. <laughs> so look up Taurus. <laughs> Ta- look up Taurus energy because that's literally where you want to be in this life. You know, you want to tap into that Taurus energy. 
you know so definitely in this wow just looking at your chart is crazy because your um your chiron is in the second house and the second house is ruled by taurus so when you think of chiron you think of the healer you know where you need to heal at you know yeah. so yours is in the second house which is deals with self-values valuing yourself um you know possessions and money and all that type of stuff that's all taurus type of thing you know okay. so with your chiron being there it's going pretty much like you just gonna have a have to learn a lot of lessons dealing with money, value, saving, um, what's really <laughs> worth spending your money on, what's you know, how to save your money, you know, all that type of stuff. You're gonna have to learn a lot of lessons um in this area, you know. For real, like listen, for real, I literally just released the episode yesterday on mind over money. It's so funny because I had a financial therapist on and I was talking about like I'm ugh. I don't want to speak that over myself like I'm horrible with money, but I have not made the best, you know what I mean? Like I can be really impulsive and like do a lot of impulsive spending. And we were like just talking about that. So when you're saying it, it's just so, you know what I mean? Like it's aligning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's aligning. Like literally so spot on because all this week I've been posting like affirmations, you know, for money and stuff like that. So just kind of hearing that right now is like, all right, I know it's kind of, to what I'm hearing, like something I need to really kind of focus on now, right? But you, but you know what? The good thing about you, with because you also have part of fortune in your second house, also. That's what you you have part of fortune in your second house, also. Okay. So it's like you're gonna have a lot of lessons to learn in this area, but also it's it's kind of like you got some good energy in there too. It's like you can easily make money, but also like you know it's easy to spend it too. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know you're gonna you're gonna constantly have money coming in because you got that part of fortune. So definitely, I would definitely play the lotto, buy some scratch off tickets, like do things that you know you can win some money, play bingo or something. I, don't know. I literally I feel like and we- I never do stuff like that ever. That's so right. crazy that you're saying that because like I never see like the casino because and the reason why is like I already shop a lot you know and I'm like the right, last exactly. thing I need is to develop some kind of you know enjoyment in anything like this so I would try to stay away from it but considering what you just told me you know every once in a while you <laughs> 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 might need to see what's up with that Right, Right. especially if you're feeling good, though. That's the that's the that's the thing. If you're feeling lucky, if you're feeling good, then yeah, I would definitely like definitely do it when you're feeling when you're in that vibration of feeling good and stuff like that. I would definitely do it when you're feeling good about yourself already. I would definitely do that. So I wouldn't just do it randomly, like just on a random day. You know, if you need money, I wouldn't just gamble away your money and nothing like that. But when you're feeling confident, when you're feeling good, I feel like you can manifest a lot. You know, it's kind of almost scary. Like with all those energies being in the 12th house Mm -hmm. and you have energies in the 8th house, like Mars and everything, Mm -hmm. you literally can manifest whatever you want. But but on a subconscious level, so it has to come into your subconscious first. So say, for instance, you want to manifest a car, right? Mm -hmm. And you want a particular car. You take that image of the car and put it, like, by your nightstand or something like that. And look at that image every day and just be in that vibration, like, okay, I'm going to get that car. I'm going to get that car. Nine Mm -hmm. times out of ten, with you, you're going to get it if you kind of stay in that vibration and just... You know, right. I know that for anybody, you know, because you get the you can manifest whatever you want, but especially for 12th house people. And so I can I can really say that that works, you know, like you said, for everyone. But it's cool to hear, like, maybe 
it works it, it will really work for me so i'm gonna take that into consideration right. as i move forward right right so yeah right so but you gotta be it's you know already know it's a good and po- it's a positive and negative to everything right yeah so the negative with that too it's a negative side of that too because it's like if you because if you're not feeling good about yourself you're going to attract that energy to you times mm-hmm. 10 mm-hmm. you know so if, let's say for instance i'm just throwing examples out let's say like you worried about paying your rent on time or something like that and you actually put yourself in that vibration but with worrying about it right nine times out of ten it's going to manifest you know, but if right. you kind of be like, nah, I'm gonna get it. I, I, you know, I'm gonna have money enough money to pay my rent or whatever like that. Nine times a ten, something magical, or somebody might even give you money, or you just might—I don't know—something, something is gonna happen where the universe is gonna bless you with it. It's gonna work you know? out. Yes, okay. exactly. Well, I see what you're saying. So because that, because I have the tendency to be able to manifest, I need to be very cautious of what I'm thinking about. And whatever exactly. like, frequency I'm vibrating at as well, because exactly. it could it could very well work against me. And I feel like that's true too. And I can I can think of times in my life where like, yo, that probably is the case too. It, just being very aware of my own thinking sometimes, you know, um, and then what kind of shows up in my life. So that's good to know. That's right now. This like I got like my little my notepad is full because like I'm looking at this this chart and I'm like I don't quite know what I'm looking I, like <laughs> as, you, as you're talking me through it like um it's making a little more sense but then I'm like it's like a lot of symbols and right know. if you are you looking are you looking directly at the um at the middle of the chart if no. you look directly in the center of the chart you'll see the different numbers dividing up the houses I see so you'll see there. Yeah, so you'll see 1 through 12, pretty much. I was actually looking... Okay, so I had given up trying to... Like, I saw that, but I had given up trying to figure that out. So I I thought I could go down here to the bottom, right? Because I'm like, okay, it's written out down here. But then, like... I don't know what these numbers mean. So, you know, I'm like, oh, and there's this... Yeah, the numbers is the degrees. So, and like I said, that's a deeper level, too. Like... I won't really even worry about like the numbers until you get like a full understanding of like the houses, the planets and actually how to read that. I feel like that's like the last step you need to kind of like understand and break down. It's the numbers. But basically what the numbers is, it's like, for example, you're a Pisces, right? Right. And I could be a Pisces, but we can be completely different people because your son, you was born um, March 13th, right? Right. So that's kind of like in the middle, in a sense, almost the middle of um, Pisces, you know, going to Aries versus I could be an early Pisces, which is, you know, uh, what is it? February 19th, February uh-huh. 20th. Right. You know, so if, if I was an early Pisces, the numbers would be like zero or one. It would be like zero degrees or one degrees. That's where the sun is in because it just entered um, Pisces, you right. know. And right. it's 30 degrees in each sign. So 30 times 12, that's 360. You already know. So right. a full circle, you know. So it, it's it's crazy with the numbers. But like I said, that's like if you want like a more detailed reading. Right. Okay. Wow. This, yeah, I'm not going to even overwhelm myself <laughs> with all of that. So like if a person gets their chart done, they're going to be looking at it. And hopefully they'll get someone that like yourself 
hopefully you, to interpret it for them, they're going to be looking at a lot of different lines kind of intersecting across this, like, pie chart, right? And so Mm -hmm. for me right now, I'm wondering, like, what do do these blue lines and these red lines and this... So the red, so basically those are yet yeah, those are what you call aspects in your in your chart right okay so the red lines will pretty much be let's just say negative or bad right let's just say the red lines is your demons the blue lines are your angels right okay. so blue means good red means uh bad but you don't have to look at it like that let's just say the red lines is like learning processes it's things that you have to learn over and over again so you can get it right you know, right. so the universe is basically like a lot of tests. That's the red lines. So the universe gonna definitely give you a lot of tests, which is the red lines. And you're gonna want a lot of red lines in your chart because it's gonna bring character, it's gonna bring a lot of um a lot of um a lot of rewards if you learn the lessons pretty much. Okay. You know, so what now the blue lines is the angels. These are things that's like your natural gifts, things that's are that are naturally given to you, you okay. know. So it's pretty much like your angels and things like that, your your natural talents, things that you already have, okay. you know? So when you were looking at my chart based off of these lines, were you able to pick up on any kind of challenges that I particularly have or um, and as well as any like gifts that I may have or just kind of like areas that where I may excel, you know, and things like that based off of that explanation? Yeah, basically, I just see yourself just really like fully having confidence and just going after what you want as far as um like I said whatever you want just fully being like 100% confident in it and just going through it i feel like right now what you're i think you're like i would say 32 33 or something like that 34 yeah 34 okay so you probably struggled with that when you was younger you know yeah. just fully having like confidence with yourself and just yeah. really getting yourself out there um, that's the first thing I noticed uh, when I was looking at the lines and everything. Um, the good things is like how you're going to be able to attract people to you. You know, that's that's going to be all. That's going to be like almost, you know, just having like a, a huge social media following, a, a huge YouTube following, whatever you know, and whatever it is that you put your 100 percent in. I feel like you're going to have a lot of following based off that. You know. Based off my lack of confidence? Yeah, uh, I would say whatever it is that you 100% want to do. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically what you, like, you're going to gain a lot of following from that. I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so, but the lines, like I said, those are just aspects. And if you look uh, at the um, bottom of the chart, Mm -hmm. you will see, like, those squares and triangles and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. I know that look a little weird and stuff, but that's like a little cheat sheet where you kind of know the aspects, you know. That's the aspect chart. So if if you look at that, you will see that your sun is squaring Mars in your chart. Right. No. So when you think of Mars, <laughs> when you think of, I know, I know you don't, but it's funny though. But <laughs> you're like, yeah, you know, you know and I'm like, I, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, but you, if you look directly at the bottom, right, you'll see like, do you know what the sun symbol look like? Yes, yes, yes. I'm with, I, I was with you right there, but then when you went, you square, we went yeah, two different you, sections. Now, so if you look at this sun, right, and if you kind of go a little uh, below that sun, you'll see a red square. Right. Right? Yes. And if you look at the right of that square, 
um, to the Mars symbol, you'll see that's how you can know what's squaring what. So you'll see your sun is squaring Mars. Now, your sun sign, you already know it's in Pisces, which is water energy. Your Mars is in a fire sign. Water and fire typically don't mix. It creates some type of steam, you know? Uh -huh. So that's what it means with a square. So basically with your sun being actions, and then your sun, and your, your sun is in Pisces, and then your Mars also dealing with actions too, okay. but it's your willpower and your drive and everything. It's in a fire sign. So it's like, you do have a lot of willpower and, and all that type of stuff, but it's like your actions is more so like laid back reserve. Mm -hmm. um, it's more like hitting because it's in the 12th house. So you're going to constantly have like little battles, internal battles with trying to put yourself out there and should you just chill and just let it come to you and stuff like that. You're going to constantly have these battles um, between yourself, you know? Uh, yeah. That's kind of like what's going on right now. Um, just like, um, it's been a month now since I like have started this whole project and it's just been difficult for me to be transparent and also just like do anything or talk you know what I mean like even though like it, I'm passionate about what it is for and I'm enjoying it it's still like I'm in my head a lot about it you know um because I'm just not used to being like or doing anything like publicly like that and then so but too like I, like as you're talking I'm thinking maybe that has something to do with some of those demons those challenges those things that I've got to work through still you know exactly exactly um, maybe a lot of that has to do with just my own belief in my being or capabilities you know um, exactly and then it's powerful it's super super it's literally like if you if you get another um astrologer to read your chart they're gonna tell you the same thing yeah like you have like a like some gifts that's hitting though that's hitting it's like when jesus right right i think jesus had a lot of and i, I said jesus because you know right um but jesus i feel like he has a lot of 12 house energy right because he literally let like he he left and you know he left for like 10 plus years or whatever like that mm -hmm. um and he got the knowledge and he meditated and just isolated himself or whatever like that that's all 12 house energy you know and then he came back and shared his gifts with the people and just you know that i feel like that's literally you like you have a lot of like gifts and things like that but sometimes you might have to rest you might have to isolate yourself to like literally receive these messages so you're going to be able to give it out to mm -hmm. people and help people Okay, you know? okay. Come on with the Christ consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's um, all you all day. For real. I really, you know, and then like so what but and then like what I'm what I'm seeing with this, right? This whole thing right here is that learning two things, right? This learning mm -hmm. like getting a reading, getting your getting your chart, learning it and studying it is really going to help you have more knowledge of self. And I feel like is when people are maybe trying to start out on their own little spiritual path or, you know, whatever like that, or just wanting to learn more about themselves and how they, exp you know, I think that this is probably one of the most essential things or one of the first things that you should do or at some point, you know, I really wish, I feel like if I would have gotten this done earlier on, I would be, you know, right you know like but it finds you though it finds you though right so i wouldn't right. i wouldn't say like you know it, it's de it definitely finds you because like i said i just got into this maybe like 
six, seven years ago. But my whole life, I've always been to astrology. I've always been into studying people's thought patterns and why they do things the way they do things like behavior patterns and psychology, all that type of stuff. I've always been into that since like right. middle school, high school. Okay. Um, you know, every girl I met, I always asked them, what's your, when your birthday? You know, literally, right. I remember doing this when I was in middle school. Wow. But then, like, when I went vegan, of course, and just when I when I got into this knowledge, right. um, that's when that information was brought to me, like, okay, right. what's your moon sign? I'm like, moon sign? I didn't even know I had a moon sign. I'm a Taurus. Right. Um, okay, type in this. And I'm like, okay, I'm a Leo moon, Cancer rising. What does that mean? You know? And right. then once you start looking up that, if you just kind of study those big three, I, you call it the big three. That's mm -hmm. the sun, moon, and rising. If you study those big three, you'll you'll be good, really. But right. the other stuff too, they goes deep into like families, your your you know um, your relationship and you know your career and everything. If you study that, you definitely gonna be on point. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, that was kind of like my next point. Like, I feel it almost feels like this is a lifelong thing that you're gonna study, right? Exactly. It's never ending, and it's transits too. So, when you ever heard of Mer Mercury retrograde, and yeah, planets mer retrograde and things like that. Mm -hmm. Literally, like, like for instance, this is just your natal chart. So mm -hmm. this is where the planets was at the particular time of your birth. That's basically what a natal chart is, is where the planets was at the particular time of your birth. Now, you also have a transit chart showing where the planets are currently right now in your chart. So, for instance, we're in every season right now. So the sun in your chart will be literally traveling. It's, a, uh, it's in the 12th house still, but it'll be literally making its way to Taurus season, which mm -hmm. is literally coming up, you know? Right. Right, right. So it's like the sun will be in your first house. So um, at in Taurus season. So that's going to be a lit time for you to just really get back to self, focus on self. You know, it's mm -hmm. just going to be lit. And then when the sun get into your second house, that's a good time to like really like make some money investments and just you know kind of put some money to the side and maybe spend a little extra money. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's it's just it's something that's called transit charts. So that's how you know, like it's it's never like a just you know I study my chart. That's it. Like it's always a something else, you know, to it. Okay. So I definitely am excited to study my own chart and get to know myself more in this way because um I feel like I have a a better understanding of what I'm looking at and what I need to look for so that I'm not so overwhelmed because I, I've always wanted to kind of get this kind of in-depth reading. Um, but you know, like for whatever reason, I was like, I'll, I'll get it later. I'll get it later. You know? So, and I, and I don't try, you know, when I was mentioning timing before, but I believe everything happens when it absolutely is supposed to happen. And when Divine time, exactly. So, you know, I don't focus on that too much. So whatever, for whatever reason, this is the time that I was supposed to get this knowledge and, and, you know, move forward with it. So, but with that being said, I am kind of excited about learning more, maybe reading more and studying more just so that I can understand myself in this way. And it's really, it's really, it's really kind of overwhelming a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, for sure, for I'm sure. I'm usually way more talkative, but like now I'm really just kind of sitting and trying to receive, you know. And no, but that's why I always tell people. I tell people that too, like, because it's, it's no way 
possible where you can get everything in one reading. Right. You know, it's, it's that's not going to happen. Right. Um, but I did give you like, for the most part, like the basics and everything, just like a good understanding of yeah. it. And then maybe you know you got to bring me back so we can talk about other things like the aspects or just Absolutely. certain things. Like you know, Absolutely. we have like a series, a series with it. I am 100% on board with that, and I absolutely want you to come back because this is so interesting, and I feel like one of these on one of these segments that we have, I'm going to be able to participate more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, you're good, though. You're good because you're speaking for about maybe 85% of the people that don't really, like, they don't really right. know what it is, so... Um, you know, as you study and you know, as you bring me back on, like I'm telling you, it's, it's gonna be a good thing. It and is. And then you know, with the with the zodiac close line, I was telling you, I'm dropping. Okay. That's gonna also bring a lot of awareness too with astrology. All right, tell you know, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So basically, um, urban zodiacs, like I said, I've always been into astrology, right? Right. And I've always right. been into you know the fly stuff, fashion, and everything. You know, I'm a Taurus sun, mm -hmm. so you know, and a Leo moon, so I like to look good, dress nice, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um. So literally, you know, me and my fiance, we just came up with our own, um, unique ideal of just you know, because everybody I meet always asks them like, you know, what's your sign? What's your sign? But I was just wondering, like, sure, what if we don't even have to do that? What if we create something where people would kind of rep their sign by not even saying nothing? They could just wear a shirt or wear a hat or whatever. And it wasn't something that was really being done. So mm -hmm. that's basically what Urban Zodiac just kind of, you know, that's how we kind of started it. You I know, it's just it. a unique, um, I would say like a social experiment, too. So say, for instance, like you wearing a Pisces shirt, right? Mm -hmm. And you walk into Whole Foods. Now, you're not really a talkative person, but, you know, you walk past somebody and they might be like, oh, you're a Pisces? When is your birthday? And just it's, it's just like a conversation starter, Absolutely. you know? It's just a good a good way to just, like, you know, study other people, just learn from other people, and just also connect with people also. Absolutely. You know? I definitely got to support. When does that drop? That drop Monday. Monday, all the signs will be dropping. So um, I did put a little sneak peek of the tourists because you know i'm dropping i'm dropping it on tourist season you know it's only right i do that but all the signs will be available if you just type in urban zodiacs with a z.com okay it'll be in my bio and just yeah cool all right well thank you so much i really enjoyed this can you tell our listeners how to reach you where to find you on social media um to learn more about this to connect with you for sure for sure my instagram is spiritual twin 11 um, you know, I'm based out in Dallas, you know, you can reach out to me like that. Or like I said, visit the website, ermanzodiacs.com. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's where you can reach me. All right, cool. And when I actually do put this episode out, I'm going to have your contact information in our show notes and of For course, sure. tag and everything like that all on Instagram to make sure that people get access to this knowledge, gain more knowledge yourself. <laughs> cool, um, cool. This is a dope, dope platform, dope platform too. Absolutely, absolutely. Just trying to trying to see where the metaphysical meets mental health, you know. I feel like it's all combined and connected. So. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Thank sure. you so much for coming on. Um already. We'll be in touch. For sure, for sure. I look forward to speaking to you, all right? All right. Peace. All right, peace.